1: Bitch, you better praise God, and I'ma shoot, a nuts on God. <laughs> but who is I'm that? I my job. If you ain't a Christian, I'ma stab you in the face. <laughs> <laughs> wow. I told this nigga one time: you
2: take the intro, it's yours, and this is what we come up with. And he was shit. yelling at y'all. I don't know what the <laughs> fuck this was. <laughs> well, that was y'all, boy, Cripple Chris. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Cripple Chris in the house, and y'all know me, it's your boy Waddy Lowe. And Back this for another uh,
1: episode. The Two Hallway Podcast. Back for another episode. Yes,
2: another episode.
1: This is a very, very special episode. It we is, have it is. a we have a guest on the show. Yes, we do. She goes by name of Jana Hall.
3: Hello. <laughs> Hi. <laughs> so Jana
1: is coming all the way from Richmond to uh, to be on the show. Uh, she has a lot of exciting things coming up. Um, and on the horizon and she's a very, very interesting person. So um That's a lot of pressure.
3: It's not a lot of pressure.
1: <laughs> I mean you got it. You got it. Yeah, it's not a lot of pressure.
2: Um I mean we can give you some pressure when we get some pressure We start I mean throwing off these facts. We get her we with, give mean, her suppression. She mean. she's legit too. I, I want I want y'all to think that we got some little uh like half assed guess here. She legit this mm-hmm. this is a legit guess, like we
1: had to get on our game. Like, oh, yeah. right. we got <laughs> Jana Hall coming. We got to get together. We got to get it together. Um. So, Jana, you want to give him like a little, a little quick introduction of of you, what you do? Uh,
3: sure. So, I'm Jana Hall. I'm the founder and chief experience officer of Leap Innovative Group. We're a digital marketing and brand development agency based in Richmond. I'm also the um, creator of the Fun Employed Movement, which is a movement of dreamers and doers who are really just taking the leap to cultivate a life of their wildest dreams, having the audacity to decide how they want to live their life every day, um, whether it's career-wise, you know, working on a five, entrepreneurship, whatever, it's being fun employed is, is basically deciding how you want to live your life and, and being audacious enough to do it.
2: That's fire. <laughs> Good. So, um, I had watched the, uh, the Instagram uh-huh. story, the IGTV thing. Yeah. So, you were saying on there... Um, so, fun employed is, is... It doesn't necessarily have to mean that you're an entrepreneur. It's just... Right. Whatever, if, if you're enjoying what you're doing.
3: My mom always told me growing up, um, if you love what you've done, I like work.
0: Okay.
2: And
3: did. she is a primary care physician and... She has a practice and she goes to work every day and she loves her patients. She loves what she does and she does not feel like she's working. And so I grew up seeing that. Okay. And so I was like, that's what I want for myself.
2: Do you feel like that's hard to to do nowadays to like really have something that, that you love to do? And you know, so that be your job. I feel like yeah. like if you find something like that, it's not gonna provide the way you provide. Exactly. And if you find something that provides the right way, it's not gonna be as fun as you want it to be. Exactly. It's, it's like you
1: gotta take the good with the bad sometimes. Right. So does it does it even out for you? Is like there a little bit more enjoyment, rare I mean,
3: I think you have to think about like what like I guess you value. Like do What do you value? I value freedom. Okay. I value the ability to decide how I how my day goes. I don't like having talking every day. I tried it for a while, I failed at it miserably. And so, you know, even though maybe the
1: (laughs) very triggering. Go ahead. She said free. I love
3: that. <laughs> like, even though the day-to-day of what I do might not be the most exhilarating every single day, the fact that I can decide how my day goes, like, that's for me being fun employed. Like, I don't necessarily have to just, like, everything I do brings me so much joy. There's, it's hard. It's hard having your own business, doing the work that is not easy. But the fact that I can decide when... How often?
1: Right.
3: Where I do it to me, that's what makes me feel like I'm fulfilled.
1: Okay. So you you mentioned, you know, you like your freedom. Mm-hmm. Um, give like a quick rundown of your regular day to day.
3: It changes. All the As time. it should be when you don't
1: have a boss. You don't I mean, I do have a. The,
3: the, the, I I answer to a lot of people. Don't you get it an, twisted.
1: You answer to you.
3: I answer to clients. Who paying these bills? can't get that confused like you, that's a different answer that's yeah, not, no but answer people, to people like to no like a, people like to people like to act like when you when you don't have a boss you do okay. your boss is the people who cut in the checks which is your clients you got to make sure they're happy right. you got to make sure that like they're like you're delivering what you said you would do yeah there are many days where I wake up earlier than I want to and have to answer emails of you know clients who there's an issue whatever yeah. like I have someone to answer to um, so I have to always stay on my game and like make sure that stuff isn't falling by the wayside. But um, a day in the life of me, I mean it varies. I wake up, I tr- I'm trying to be a morning person. I am not.
1: <laughs> I've
3: been trying to be a morning person since second grade. Wow. And I'm 31 since and here Since second grade. I have not. That's a long time. I have, it's, it's, this journey is, is is a long one. Are you saying
1: you were 41?
3: Wow. 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 <laughs> the disrespect. And we are like, we just started. He got so nervous. I am being disrespected. I am 31. Well, Chris is right there. I don't right.
2: Even know I even, wow. I don't no like that. oh, That's how Chris treats it. Wow. I, just, I don't treat I guess, like this like this.
3: <laughs> so I've been trying to be a more person. So every day I wake up, I try to wake up a little earlier than the day before.
1: Mm-hmm.
3: Early for mm-hmm. me. Is like 7.30. That makes sense. Um, I'm trying to get to the point where I can be like a 6 o'clock riser. But what? Just because I feel like you can do so much more with your day when you wake up early.
2: I agree with that. But I I don't know. Me, like, if I'm going to be, you know, my own... Boss kinda, you know. Nigga, I'm either. not waking up at six <laughs> o'clock.
3: No. no, but so my friend uh,
1: no. Which probably my, explains why I'm not <laughs> yeah, there, there we No, right my now. friend
3: my friend told me she was like she told me this concept of like having a morning. Okay. And it's like before you got start ripping and running doing stuff for like work and doing stuff for everybody else, like take some time and do stuff for yourself. Like something that you like. You know, even if you want to just watch TV, like just something before you have to start like ripping and running for the day. At
2: six o'clock in the morning, what are you watching? Infomercial?
1: <laughs> the sports. I watch you that know, I, like to,
3: I wake up, my routine, I wake up, I make coffee, and clean my kitchen. That's like. Every single day, that's what I do. That's what I love. Wake up, do housework. No, to <laughs> brew and co- no brewing. Go- I love co- brewing coffee, cleaning my kitchen. It brings me so much joy. I put on some good music, like I'm okay. in the zone.
2: And it wakes you up. It yeah, wakes, you up.
3: wakes me up. And so, um, you know, I try to do try to do that thing. I try to have a morning before okay. I sit down and start doing work. Um, and so usually around nine is when I'll sit down and start doing work. Cause that's usually when people, my clients are like at work and they are about to start emailing me. That's
2: what time they start getting up and getting, mm-hmm. you know, they're getting their stuff together. So, them. yeah.
3: So like I try to do a little something before I have to start answering people. Okay. Right. Um, and then, you know, I'll do a couple hours of work and then usually, you know, me and, uh, you know, a friend might be like, yeah, let's go work from somewhere different today. So, you know, me and my girl Samia. Y'all know Samia. Yeah,
2: shout out Samia. Shout hey, out to Samia. Shout, shout out Samia. Samia, Samia. photography. Yeah,
3: yeah. shout <laughs> her out. Uh, so, me and Samia, we might go, you know, hit up a coffee shop and be really productive. Or, you know, just a couple weeks ago, we went to Margarita Cantina, which is near my house. I wouldn't even no they yeah, don't work done, man. And we got some work done over some margaritas. And I think that's probably my favorite part of, like, entrepreneurship, is that I can be drinking midday.
0: Shit.
2: And getting yeah, work really. done. This shit sounds great. I'm it's not, it. but it's see, not. That's what they say. That's what they say. I was like, you know
1: what? It sounds really good.
3: Those are the fun things. Those
1: yeah, are the fun it. things. it has got to well, be another side Margarita's to it. turning are turning uh, to, uh, to tequila shots. that's where
3: discipline comes in. You got <laughs> to know, know what you
1: can and can't do. And now I'm unemployed on the street. Because <laughs> I
3: <don't> want to. <laughs> no, you're unemployed. Well, from fun <laughs> to yeah. point to
1: unemployed,
3: Real quick. No, you have to have discipline. You have to know when like your limit is. And you have to know when you've. For me, like I have to be like, have I earned okay. this? And I'm really hard on myself naturally, so it takes a lot for me to feel like I've earned something, okay. um, and that's something I'm working on. But, you know, if I, if I had a really productive morning, i will be like, I earned a midday drink. Right.
0: Yeah.
3: You know? And I so, suspect that. I'll go finish these emails over a bourbon and ginger.
2: So even though you're away, you, know, your you still have those days where you know, like, I got to put my foot down and really work Yeah. The yeah. And this is not yeah. a day for me to yeah. Yeah. go to and have fun mm-hmm. and feel like I got to work and, that's,
3: right. and I think that, for me, is the hardest part, is like... You know, when you work for somebody, you have a boss that's, like, measuring, you know, how you're doing this quarter or whatever. And, like, someone's staying on you. And you have to really be disciplined enough to stay on yourself and know when you're slacking. And really be honest with yourself about, like, when you're not really doing as, like, working as hard as you could be working. And so I have to really have those check-ins with myself. And also understand when I'm being too hard on myself. Um, and be like, you know, you have you have earned to take, you know, a little break. Um, so, yeah, that's, that's kind of my thing is, like... Is knowing when you've worked hard enough, when you can work harder, and really like ending each day with "Did I give it my best?"
1: Okay. How do you measure your success?
3: Hmm, that's a good question. I
1: know he yeah. got to set that out
3: too. He's like, "Hey, I
1: got her on this one." It's right.
3: Um, I think I measure success by how happy am I?
0: Mm-hmm.
3: And for me, happiness isn't something that's like fleeting; it's like a permanent state. And I have good days, I have bad days, but I think overall I'm a happy person. Okay. Um, And so I think that for me, like, in the work I'm doing, with what I'm accomplishing, with what even, like, counting, you know, taking into account my failures, like, can I still say that I am happy? Mm -hmm. Um, Am I happy with, like, how my life is going, with things that I'm able to do for myself, um, what I'm able to do for others? Like, generally, if I am happy, I feel successful.
1: That makes sense.
3: So, I think...
1: Because like when you're happy, you you don't feel you feel less stressed uh, when you are happy about what you're doing. Right. So I like, I completely understand that. So, um, unemployed life it's a it's a way of life.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: How did you get into it? where did you go to school? What was your major? Like what was? <laughs> this is like four questions wrapped into one. So dissect it however you want to. So what was? I guess you got to start from the beginning.
2: What? made you what were you doing at first yeah mm-hmm. what made you get want to get away from that what made you say what made you decide here. to get into this and I'm then what is this all own. about yeah okay and then what
3: is so i'll speed through the early stuff your first questions okay quick. went to james madison university shout out dukes jamie dukes the best everybody went to <laughs> Everybody. all the best people went to Jamie. sure everyone else went to Wow. Be careful with your words. words. Wow. I, I didn't finish there, wow. but be careful
2: with your words. I didn't say
3: nothing. I didn't say anything. I didn't say anything. So, okay. went to JMU, majored in English, well, graduated with a degree in English, um, and a concentration in print journalism. One of my teachers told me, if you want to be a journalist, you need to move to New York. Okay. I was like, okay, I'm moving to New York.
2: Side note, I hate, I've i been in New York once. I hated what? it there. I don't New York know is like the it,
3: best city. It's the dirtiest a, like, fucking I place oh in, the the in New York. Oh my gosh. The energy in New York is so unbatched. Like, I, like, I went
1: hated it
3: I You've never even what? been there. I've never How been. How can you even say but that? You
1: went and he hated it, I went for a week. You probably went to Times Square. I did.
3: Yeah, and that's did. the mistake you made. I went for a week You need to go with someone who knows New York and knows to keep people away from Times Square, away from 34th Street, away from any place the tourists will be.
2: Okay.
3: Like, that's why... You know what? I'll take y'all on a proper New York trip. Yeah,
2: maybe I'll give it another chance. I'll give it another chance. See so y'all it can chance.
3: see what New York is really I'll like. Anyway, try. so I moved to New York and, um, you know, couldn't really find work. Got a job. Eventually ended up getting a job at a digital marketing agency as an editor because I had no marketing experience, but what I could do was write and edit. Um, and so they wanted me to edit everything that came in and out of the agency. And so after a while, I was like, this is kind of easy. Like I can do this stuff, like press releases, social media stuff. I can do that, oh. and so I asked, like, can I take on some clients? He said, yeah, I was a boutique agency, lots of opportunities. So I took on a few clients and did that for a while, and then um, ended up getting another job at a, a nonprofit, Girl Scouts of the USA. Girl
1: Scouts, yeah,
3: Girl Scouts, okay. and um, love that place. So I worked there doing their social and digital media. Great experience, worked there for three years, and then um, kind of like this whole, like, you know, I don't, I just, one, I'm not a morning person, so I would consistently roll in at like 10 o'clock and be like, this is the best I could do today, y'all, I'm sorry. You got your shit done, you? <laughs> Right. Okay, I got, yeah. look, as long as I'm not late, like, on Deliverable, yeah. like, I come in whenever I need to come in, and the best I can do today is 10 o'clock. I'm not a morning person. Nice. Hey. Um, so, obviously, that didn't work out really well. <laughs> <laughs> <Uh-oh>. <laughs> <laughs> and then, um, you know, I didn't like the idea of having to ask for permission to take time off. Even if I had Ooh. PTO, like, you had to, like, give an, a good excuse to take your PTO.
2: And I see a lot of people talking about that. It's Like, I had PTO. Right. Let, like, like, like it doesn't no matter. I could
3: be like, at home watching yeah. Grey's Anatomy on Netflix. Yeah. Like, I have a. A paid time off. And that's not, like... It's not anything against Girl Scouts. Like, that's any company. Yeah, it's like I
1: can get up in the morning and feel like I just don't want to deal with nobody, and if I have PTO...
3: You taking the PTO? I'm going to take my PTO. It's that simple. But it's really... When you work at a company, especially in New York, like, it's hustle and bustle yeah, all day long.
1: Moving. I believe it.
3: And so, you know, with that, and then finally, the final straw was... Um, I was fighting for a raise. Boss told me we have no money in the budget for a raise. Of course not. Ended up finding out that she renegotiated her salary to make mm-hmm. double what I was making.
1: Fuck her. She's not listening. But you don't work for her because you don't work right. for me. Right. I don't work for... Right. So fuck her.
3: So it was... To me, it was like, you know what? I'm busting my ass. Like, I'm doing all I can. And I there's a cap on how much I can make. And I think, like, entrepreneurship to me was so attractive, like, because... I determine how much money I make. Like I can right. hustle and hustle and hustle and make as much money as I need to make. Right. When I were when I was working for someone else, like I can work as hard as I need to. Like I can work till I'm dead tired, but and I'm still make. making the same amount of money. Right. Want you to make. Um. And so with that mixed with like the workplace culture, whatever, I just knew that like I just it was time for me to for make a move. Right. So I was sitting in a meeting one day. My best friend, shout out Tiana, she was like gang, 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 gang. gang. <laughs> She was like, let's just go backpacking. We've always wanted to do it. You hate your job. Let's just go. And so I was sitting in a meeting at my job and booked a one-way ticket to Europe and we just Two weeks it just left.
2: I thought she was about to say I was sending the meeting. I just got to be left. I went backpack. Yeah,
1: got my backpack. Yeah, got my backpack. Got my office and I walked on out. <laughs> like, got my backpack. Went to Brooklyn. <laughs> <Okay>. Yeah, <laughs> out I of wish. That.
3: I wish. I had to say I had to give my. I had no, to give my two weeks. You, you know, to
1: okay. Europe.
3: Yeah. So okay. I mean, that's a whole other story for like, a whole other day. But that was really like my exit. Like just so, like, unemployed for like
1: a, a, a second appearance on
3: the show i ain't telling you how to run the show y'all, want me okay. y'all know how to find all right it. Whatever. <laughs> whatever no but that was really like the start of me just deciding like i'm about to live life on my own terms and just see what it could be right and so i quit went to europe stayed for a month and came back and i was like i don't have a job like i used my last paycheck to travel Like, I had nothing. Life was at you fast. Real fast. I was sitting there like, I am broke. My dad was calling me Tommy from Martin. (laughs) (laughs) Like, I had no job. And so I was like, you know, one thing I know how to do is social media. Right. Companies need social media. So let me just, like, hit up family, friends, and whatever, and just see who needs me to help. And that's how I just got started. And then it just grew and grew and grew and... Here we are.
1: So how did you come up with the name Fun Employed? Like, what was the aha moment?
3: Well, it, I mean, I'm not the originator of it. It's been, it's used. Really? Yeah. People use Fun Employed in different, in different um, contexts. Okay. Um, but I think for me, it started off as like, I don't have a job mm-hmm. and I'm having fun. Because when I first got back, I was like, oh, I don't have a job. And like, I still have a little money left. So I'm about to just like, do whatever I want for a little bit. Um, and that's where like the whole fun employed thing came about. And then I was like, okay, I'm eventually going to have to get a job. Right. I interviewed, I actually interviewed with a company on the way to the airport to go to Europe and like didn't tell them that I did not know when I was coming back. So this interview was a waste of their time. But I was just like, okay, I don't want to go back to this corporate structure. I hated it. Um, and I don't really want to run into the same roadblocks of like having, career like you know you you know my my growth was stunted so i was like okay i can either like try to go back into the corporate work workspace and like see if it could be different or i could just kind of start my own thing right and so i just kind of it turned into fun employed like in the context of unemployed to fun employed of like what do i like to do right and what am i good at and how can i make that a career
2: how difficult was it for you to sit down and Decide... Okay... I like to do this... How do I turn this... Into... A mountain... Yeah...
1: How do I... How I... Because I have things I, I like to do. to do... I'm sure Chris has things <laughs> you yeah, got to do... The but monetizer. I never look at stuff... And like, yeah...
2: Alright... If I was to quit my job... Or just stop... You know... What I'm doing... How could I turn my likes into something
1: right. that I can support myself with?
3: I think it's for well, you have to look and see if like there's a market for what you like to do.
1: Okay. Of course, um, you it's know 2019 there's
3: a market for a everything. Huge
1: market for social media.
3: Right, yeah, social media like a, that's an easy industry to break yeah. into. It takes a while mm-hmm. to like get momentum and get to the point where you can do it full time. But um, I tell anyone, so I do these things called fun Employee consultations. If you have a business idea that you are really passionate about. Or something you like to do. I'd sit with you and say, like, okay, how can we make this work? How can we make this profitable? Mm -hmm. And so, just as an example, like, the way I'll break it down is, you know, if I have someone who's a photographer, and they're like, I want to be a full-time photographer. I'm like, okay, so what are you charging? Mm -hmm. And they may be, for example, like, $100 per photo shoot. I'm like, all right, so what are your monthly bills? Like, $3,000. Okay, so you would have to do... You have to be charged more $30. Than you have to do 30 photo shoots a month and I'm terrible so I could be wrong. 30 photo shoots a month just to break even on your bills. That's not realistic. So like how can we raise the prices on that service that you okay. offer? Maybe you need to go after corporations and do, like, corporate headshots or, like, corporate holiday parties. Like, you know, like, think about how you can raise the price.
1: Bigger price tags per kid. Right.
3: And so that way, like, if, say, you do corporate holiday parties or corporate headshots or whatever, you can charge a $1,000 to $3,000 per shoot. Because yeah. corporations have money, and now you only need three photo shoots a month. To break even. Right. You know, or, like, to have some extra money. So I try to, no matter what field you're in, if you feel like it can be monetized, I try to, like, just break it down to, like, let's do the math on how this is realistic for you. Right. Um, So that's really, I mean, and not everyone has something that can be, like, initially monetized in a way that you can sustain yourself Mm full-time, but a lot of people do. It takes a little bit of, like, looking at it from a different, from a different space because there's, I know way, way more entrepreneurs than I ever thought I would. Gotcha. Because there's an industry for a lot of stuff, so... Okay. Right, what you got? What you got? <laughs> hey, you got? you got you got. She dropping. She
1: dropping gems. Yeah. So is- for for any for anybody who wants to be an entrepreneur, because um, like we discussed a little bit before the show, we had people um, wanted us to talk about entrepreneurship. So if anybody wants to go on the entrepreneurship uh, path, what would you say are the three? Three biggest, most important things that you need to do in order to go into entrepreneurship. Go into business for yourself, say, fuck your boss, I quit.
3: (laughs) (laughs) Um, One, I'd say be realistic because that's not a reality for many people. Right. We got bills.
1: kids like
3: real last responsibilities out here yes we do absolutely and it's i was in a place where i could because i had nothing like i was moving from new york i had no nothing like no car like i mean i had a car but it was like a a hand-me-down so like i my my expenses were low so i was able to take that and like and so, you know, be realistic. Like, there's nothing wrong with having a full-time job if you want to, you know, monetize your your passion and then, like, pocket that money and have a great savings account. Like, that is, I have friends who do that. Like, there's no shame in having a full-time job because we have real bills out here. Sure. So I would tell people to be realistic about what they can do and, like, what uh, obligations they have. Um, I would tell someone to, um, huh, that's a really good question. I don't know. Um, I would tell someone to definitely, like, build a network of people outside of who you would usually hang out with. Right. Um, because I think, like, it's this idea of, like, loose connections. And your loose connections, people you know, like, from, you know, you have casual... You know, relations with I think those are people Who can propel you further Than your inner circle ever could Right Because y'all think the same Y'all know the same people Y'all go to the same places I think that When you get out of your comfort zone And start befriending people From other walks of life And from other networks You're exposed to more Social circles And people with Different opportunities Than you'd ever um, You would ever have Access to otherwise And so like I think that's Another big thing Is like
1: Your network is your network There you go Write that down (laughs) y'all
3: Uh, so that's second and third would be, um, dang, I don't know. Um, play the long game. I think you know we think about like where we want to be now and mm-hmm. we see where we are in comparison to where we want to be and we get discouraged. But as I like to say, you know, Beyonce wasn't built in a day.
1: Ooh, she was Beyonce not... Beyonce, wasn't pretty- Beyonce
3: did Carmen Hippopera.
1: Oh, that was terrible.
3: <laughs> she did Carmen... And now she's... She
1: did. And now she's... Like, Coachella. Beyonce. Let's just be Carmen,
3: honest Carmen Hipper was like twenty years ago,
1: and it was terrible. Who
3: is willing to be in the game for twenty years Mekhi and not Pfeiffer. be at their peak?
1: Mackay Pfeiffer. was, was
3: fighting bow wow in the jail. Was fighting fucking
1: bow wow. <laughs> yes. Talk about a talk Ka- about a ground up story, right? there <laughs> She pulled herself out the dirt, right? But like, dirt. <laughs> so
3: I, even though like people you know like to say, "Oh, you're such a boss," I'm in the my Carmen Hipper phase right now. Like, Humble. I've been three. I'm only three years, almost four. Come in this full time entrepreneurship game. So when like, you going
1: for your four year anniversary? I
3: don't know. Probably nothing.
1: It's like... <laughs> hey, I'm gonna keep that. That I'm gonna use that. What?
2: I'm, I'm throwing Rome wasn't built in a day out the window. It's Beyonce, was Beyonce the the day. She wasn't She wasn't like. Day. I
3: mean, but who's who? Who is willing to put in twenty years of something that they love? Right. Like, we all think, oh, we're good at something, we know what we're doing, we like, taking the leap and doing our own thing, like, we need to be at Coachella stage. Like, no, right. we are at Carmen Hip and, like, who's willing to put in the work to really get to that point? And so, you know, like, play the long game, like, where you are now is not where you're always going to be.
1: We really shitting on Carmen Hip
3: I love Carmen Hip Hop. But it's so relatable. And it's, like on, it ne- and it's on Netflix,
1: though. It makes so much sense. It's man. on Netflix? It's on,
3: they just put it watch. on there and I, I, I watched it
1: the night. Because I have no It's like, so amazingly... We about to get up some spins. It's amazing. Yeah, we are get, welcome, get, Baba. We're about to get up some streams. But Beyonce would never
3: do Carmen now. Could you imagine? Beyonce
1: doesn't do any sort of interviews with us common folk. Right.
3: Because we don't know how to act. I included. No. Oh, she would never. She don't to act.
1: I never looked at it that way. That's I like that. I like so that
3: you know, way. I just say for entrepreneur, play the long game. Like three, five years is not enough time. Like right. we're, I'm 31. Most people retire at what, like 70, maybe 65. I'd say
1: i say most people retire at 70 during the. The golden ages in like the 90s and the early 2000s. Now, man's mm-hmm. got too much fucking student loan debt to right, even get retired, right. when, we, when we Mike, when Mike, I I got, generation get there, when get there, we're not retiring. I'm not right. retiring until 90. But
3: like thinking about like the life, the careers, like your average career span. Yes. Like I'm 30, I got at least like another like 35 years in the game.
0: Yeah.
3: So, like, for me to think that I'm supposed to be hitting my peak now at 31 right. when I've been in this for only, like, three, almost four years, like, that's not realistic. And yeah. so people really, like, I think social media really messes with people's heads. It
1: really fucks with, and, like, like, people's expectations right. on, like, what they have, on people's expectations for, like, what they're, where they're supposed to be and right. what they're supposed to right. be. Right. Because, honestly, Sally Mae might not see my final check until I'm in the fucking ground. Fuck that bitch. Um, I'd probably, That's how you i
3: really
0: feel?
1: I don't think I'll retire before seventy, unless I hit the fucking lottery. If, even if I did hit the lottery, I probably still well. have a job. You could
3: you could make something shape. I mean, I think
1: I think this podcasting like it has some legs, but shit, without it, goddamn, like I'm gonna be working for a long time. <sighs> but anyway, not, not about me, not about me. Um, so. You had some activity on uh, your on your socials this past week
3: on the on the Instagram yeah machine. on the
1: Instagram machine and um, you know tell I think you've had a lot of people anticipating this from you you know what you got going on
2: and if they aren't and they're listening they're anticipating it now they're anticipating so,
1: it now so why don't you give the people a little bit about what they want about what you got going on let them know what's in coming the future coming November first you know.
3: So, November 1st, I am launching the Forever Fun Employee Podcast. Yes, you are. Uh, (laughs) Thank you. Thank you. It's been a long time coming. I, um, you know, I've done fun employee workshops with people. I do fun employee consultations. I have, you know, I have fun employee events, like Mm -hmm. build your own business kind of workshop things or uh, event kind of mixture things. Uh, I do a lot of stuff in the fun employee space, and I think the one thing I haven't done is a podcast. And I feel like there's so much to talk about when it comes to entrepreneurship. I've been running my mouth on here for I don't know how long. Um, don't look at the don't look at the time. <laughs> but I feel like you know there's just so many conversations, and I think there's a lot of misconceptions about what entrepreneurship really is like. I hate when people are like, girl, you're such a boss. You're doing it. And I'm like, I struggle every day. And I think that people have unrealistic expectations about what, you know, what entrepreneurship is. And I think that a lot of people mislead other people. They're not really being honest about like the fact that they struggle with stuff. The fact that like money gets tight, the Mm -hmm. fact that like, you know, you struggle with imposter syndrome and undercutting yourself and not really, like, advocating for yourself and your worth. There's just so many things that go into entrepreneurship. Right. Um, I have a lot of friends who, like I said earlier, like, they have a full-time job, but they have a side business that's thriving. Um, but they value, like, the stability that comes with having a job yeah. and a, a salary and benefits. Um... So I just kind of want to show the full picture of what entrepreneurship is and what being fun employed is. It's not right. quitting your job, backpacking, and coming home, starting a business. Like that's my story, right? That's not right. And Y'all so, did what I did. <laughs> right, and it looks different for everybody. And so I really just want to use this podcast to kind of talk about the different aspects of what this life is all about. And then also, like I just the other day I recorded an episode because I was feeling kind of down. I was feeling like. I was, like, letting myself down, letting my team down, letting my, you know, everything. I just felt like a failure. And I was like, these are the moments I need to be documenting. And so I just got on. I turned on the mic. And I talked for 20 minutes about, like, what I was feeling. I think that people need to see a realistic view of what entrepreneurship really is. And there's a lot of highs. There's a lot of wins. But there's a lot of, like, those moments where you're just really unsure about, like, if you're on the right path. And so I just want to kind of... Um, let people in and also help people with like their business needs right. and building a brand, how to build a solid brand, like all those things. And so that's what this podcast will be. I'll have interviews with people from different walks of life, um, different stages in their careers. Um and yeah, so that's that's what I'm excited to bring to people on November first.
2: That's definitely something I'll be interested in. in yeah, watching. most definitely. Like you said, to see... Because I feel like with a lot of things, um, not even just entrepreneurship, just when people are looking from the outside into something, they only see the good. Mm-hmm. The good. They don't see the bad and stuff like that. And I think it's real genuine to actually is. see, right. to be able to know that part. Yeah.
3: Social media is your highlight reel. Right. It's yeah, exactly. That's exactly the the fire.
2: Yeah.
1: That's a bar. That's a bar. <laughs>
3: um. And so, you know, I just want to show the behind the scenes. I'm not into, like, making people think that I'm the shit who has no issues. Right. Like, right. I struggle. We all do. And so I just want to, you know, just be real.
1: Right. So what do you want people to grasp from the Fun Employee, the forever Fun Employee podcast? What do you want people to grasp from it? What do you What do you hope to... Accomplish from it. Yeah, accomplish yeah. from yeah, do do it. That? Like you say, you do the Fun Employee seminars every so often. This is a way for you to get in front of whomever wants to listen on a regular basis, weekly, bi-weekly, however the fuck you going to do it. This is a way for you to get in front of those people on a weekly, uh, on a weekly basis, on a consistent basis. Mm-hmm. Um, so that all you have to do is literally just go on to Apple Podcasts or Spotify, whatever, click your name, and okay. it just starts. So mm-hmm. when they do that, what do you want them to get from you? What kind of jewels do you want them to get from you?
3: I want them, most of all, to feel inspired. I want them to feel like they... I want them to feel empowered, Mm-hmm. To just like really think about what kind of life they want to live, and think about if the path they're on now Is going to get them to that place. Right. Cool. Um, I want them to feel like if they do have questions about whether or not they're, you know, pricing pricing themselves right, or if they are building the right kind of network, or if they are, I mean, like just, I just want them to be able to like come. To, I want to be like the one stop shop for like people who want to right be in control of, like, how they live their life, how they make their money. Mm -hmm. Um, So whether it is, because, I mean, I'm going to have someone on there who's going to talk about pivoting in your career. She Mm -hmm. has no intentions on being, you know, a full-time entrepreneur. But she did go and take some courses so that she could be, you know, she could change her career path and, like, go into a different field. Like, it's really all about just, taking control of like the life that you live. And so I want people to feel like they can come to the podcast and whether it's like they want to pivot in their career, they want to start a business, they want to increase their network. They want to like, just start digging into what their passion is, something to do for fun and for fulfillment. I want them to feel like they can come to me for that kind of stuff.
2: That's inspiring as well. I love, I love the, uh, <laughs> the helpful vibe. Like, like I just like people yeah. that, that want to help. Want yeah. to yeah. Yeah. I like paying for but I don't
1: want to like, not looking for anything in, in return. return. Yeah, I just yeah. want to help people. Just want, just I, yeah. want to give off free game. Like, that's what. I mean, that's makes
3: me feel fulfilled. Is when I feel like I've been able to help somebody else. Like, right. I don't really, you know, a check would be nice, but
1: <laughs> <Hello>?
3: <laughs> But I just, I really get my fulfillment from feeling like, you know, from someone saying like, "Oh, this really helped me out." Like, yeah, you, yeah. you know. So that's really what I want to do. Just be helpful.
1: So, like, we're like the first stop on your own little press. We
3: are the first
1: what did you, you call us? The um, Chitlin Circuit. The Chitlin Circuit. Wow.
3: No, y'all. Chris don't down, Chris do that. Chris really
2: downplayed us. Called us I the Chitlin did Circuit. Diddy? I
3: mean, not Diddy. Wow.
2: Jay-Z, Jay-Z. Did
3: you Jay-Z, me Jay-Z me? said no, the Chitlin no. Circuit has stopped. You said what? Now we in the stadiums. Yeah. This ain't no Chitlin Circuit. We in a stadium, baby. Like, this ain't don't... I mean to the highways is in second season okay don't yeah. don't undercut yourself. talk that Y'all shit man, let them
1: know talk that shit. Don't, I don't do it know. This isn't it you heard I'm tired of these niggas playing with our name oh, bro you play with your it's, own it's, name thank <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you you want to touch to the circuit so him I did in fact play with my name so let's uh, what I wanna know more about this. This okay. is more
2: about I'm I'm, I'm So
1: no, can can I can I can I, okay, can I
2: participate hey, in the podcast today? Like, hey, can I participate hey, in the podcast? Yay. get this man an
0: intro
1: or he
2: just taking you're off today. Right. I do right. what's going on. You're so um, so earlier, uh, before we started, uh Chris did mention that you was on the Richmond's was it thirty under thirty? Thirty under thirty. Okay, so um, this is new to me I and mean, it sounds sounds like so I wanna know more about it. What is the, the Richmond thirty under thirty? First of
3: all, what so is it? So iPower Okay. Um, they have their yearly thirty under thirty class mm-hmm. of you know just people in Richmond who are under thirty who are doing big things. Um, from all kind of you know some people are in the social justice realm, some people are entrepreneurship, you know, are are entrepreneurs, some people are, you know, just all kind of things, all all different career paths, and you know what they have maybe they've made like an impact in someone's life or you know just. It's their way of honoring people who are under thirty years old who have really made um, a name for themselves in Richmond and really like doing, doing you know, big yeah. things. They're on the rise. They're you know they're young, right. but they're you know.
2: So how does how does one go about? Um, not even actually getting on the list, but getting, being considered to get on the list. I understand right. that somebody like Chris wouldn't be able to because he's mm-hmm. not under thirty. Oh man, but Any, anyway, are you cheaper. under thirty? I am. I'm 29. Oh, Barely.
0: Barely. <laughs> this is gonna be 30 in
3: January. Uh, oh, you got a little bit of that. Yeah, <laughs> I, I, I legit. I, I, made it. I was 29, turning 30 in a couple months. Like, I was like, whew. I think it's, I think it's nomination based. Okay. Yeah, yeah. I so.
1: think she was on the same because I think uh, one of our high school classmates. Jay Biz, I think he. Was, oh, okay. okay. I think he was in. The yeah, I think he was in 30. my. I
3: think he was in my class. Oh yeah. Yeah, if I remember correctly.
1: So when you got the call, thirty under thirty, Richmond, like the zip, and boy, I'm doing this shit. Like, what was your first? What was your thought process when you got the call for the nomination?
3: I thought it was like a spam at first. Yeah. Like I didn't <laughs> like I didn't think it was real because I'm like. Who could have not? No, like, yeah, it just, you know, exactly. it wasn't even like on my radar. But you know what's so crazy? So, I'm really big on like manifesting stuff. I have like, I have printed out things like in my office of like different things that I want to happen for me. And I wrote on a sticky note and put it on my desk 30 under 30. Like, and just put it on my desk. Yeah. I didn't know, like, what... How or what. But I was just, like, 30 under 30. And, you know, like, four has are 30 under 30. Yeah, I was, I was
1: about to ask. It didn't no matter who's 30 under 30 it was. I just wanted I just to just be wanted on 30, be 30 on under 30, 30, 30, 30 list. Yeah,
3: any 30 under okay. 30 list. And so, um, I actually have a picture um, that I posted right after we had our, like, ceremony thing. But um, I just... I wanted, I wanted it to happen. Like, I just wanted to feel like... Because I was in such a really insecure state about, right. you know, my career. I just wanted to... For me, that was kind of, like, affirmation. Or, right. yeah, affirmation. And, like, that I was, you know, on the right path. Right. And so, I really right. wanted a 30 under 30 thing. um So, when I got it, I was just like, wait, that's not real. Like, that's not, like...
2: Do they, do they tell you who dominated you? Like, how do you... No, know? they don't. Oh, they, they, they just own. say,
3: like, you've been... Like, chosen 30 into 30, and, like, send in, I think, I think they say, like, send in a bio or whatever, a headshot, or something like that. Wow. Um And then they tell you, like, when the announcement will be on the radio, and... Wow. It was crazy, because I didn't hear the, like, I missed the announcement, but I went into a coffee shop later that day, and, like, people were like, yo, congratulations, and I was like, oh my god, like, this is really happening. Yeah, that's dope. Uh, that's yeah, dope. so, that was, that was kind of crazy, but... The
1: Richmond It Girl...
3: Oh, no. not told though, We got no, a legit guess totally There a are good. plenty of it girls in this band. I am not one of them. But we, we, got got them we
1: got We got one of the, the it girls. down here. Stop one and two. It. The Hard Way podcast dropping it. free game, dropping jewels. And, my Drink. Yeah, I did. Yeah, he I definitely did go
3: yeah,
2: around right. robbing them. I did. I Spike did. and drink. Y'all, what deal? So, we have... It's about... Mm, almost 40-ish minute right now. Of You know... That's Damn, for it. real? Yeah, like, yeah. This was, this was some good... Shit. Of, uh, the, uh... Professional... You know, first, before I even go there, mm-hmm. is there... I want to make sure we don't, we don't miss anything. Is there right. anything else that you want
1: to... You want to shout your socials? You wanna, you wanna, you you wanna, yeah, you yeah sure. Yeah, sure. Y'all can follow right
3: me there. on Instagram at Janna M. Hall. Mm-hmm. J-A-N-N-A-M-Hall. Um, and... I think, I mean, stay tuned for the Forever Fun Employee podcast coming November 1st. November 1st. Uh, If you have social and digital media needs, press release, social media management, uh, copywriting, any of those services you're in need of, brand development, Leap Innovative Group, you can hit us up, leapinnovativegroup.com or social media by the same name. Um, and I think, I think that's, that's really, that's really that's, it.
2: That's crazy because To the Hardway podcast definitely could do some... Hey, I'm well, yeah.
1: way ahead of you. Yeah, we'll be in
3: touch.
2: We'll we be we in touch. So that was, uh, I'm say the professional side. Um, yeah.
1: Like, of all of this. This, this, is, this was know. To the Hardway podcast in her world. Yes. Now we bring really? her into Until our world. Yes. Our bullshit. Until yes. Our <laughs> yes. world. Oh, gosh. Get, Let me take a sip.
3: Get
2: to do this. So, um... How you know doing just so she brought questions for us. Yeah. As well as we have, you know, questions for her. Yeah. So we just gonna kind of just throw them all in there. We're gonna throw them all around. Yeah. And we're gonna get into uh I guess our norm. You know, we, we gave y'all we gave y'all the professional programs. tip. Now we're at we're the we're at the happy hour. Now we're we're releasing the ties. Oh, it's we're, happy hour. Okay. We're gonna, uh, get some of these questions, man. What are we let's let's know,
1: uh let's start let's start with uh um, I don't even know what that says. Let's start with some music first. Well you we'll do that? Yeah, okay. Okay. yeah, let's start with some music first. Um, all right, yeah,
2: so um I missed last week. I didn't speak on Wale. Uh, Wale dropping the album. And I knew about it when
1: we recorded, but I just, I don't know, I didn't even think about it. I think I so, faintly knew about it. Like, I didn't know, like, to be quite, to be 100% honest with you, I really have not listened to a Wale okay. album since More About Nothing. First of all,
2: give me that fucking ginger ale. Nigga, spite my drink. I'm not going <laughs> to drink this. I got to drive. Make my, let me get this you can't bro I got brother. things to do. I have a job. I got a job too, nigga. Goddamn. Anyway, back to I'm, you know what? I'm gonna get up my damn and get the ginger to <laughs> Give me shit. Yeah, you can talk about this. Yeah. Oh, anyway, so we're gonna I talk. It, I got it. I got it. I got it. So yes, they <laughs> dropped the album. Um, I really feel like a lot of people haven't been on Wally like it used to be. No, really?
1: I, like I don't. I don't think a lot of people have been on Wally like. Like he used to, like uh, they used to, but I also think it has a lot to do with um, how he is outside of the music. Um, I think that he has gotten a stigma of him being outrageously sensitive as far as, you know, what he puts out. He he really cares about what people think if you follow him on yeah, Twitter. Yeah, he really does. Um, he really gives a shit about what people think, and I think that's part of. I don't want to say his downfall, but like I think that's part of the reason why I really don't listen to him. Like, like what, what year did more about nothing drop? Let's see, let's see, ten. I want to say two
3: thousand nine,
1: two thousand ten. That long ago? It, it was a long time, man.
3: I feel like music, music in the radio. What was that? TV in the radio was like oh
1: eight. I'll more about that,
3: man. I feel like Wale in every. Song that
1: he does. 2010.
3: He has to reference like the fact that he's underrated, and like it's just like, can you just stop?
2: For him to be be in the game as long as he's been in there. Alright brother. Like like if you feel like you're still underrated at this point, you probably should do some things to make yourself not underrated anymore. Like you need to.
1: But like his labels also really don't help him. Like his labels don't put the type of like like, band band power. What was it with at first? Interscope. Let's see. That sounds right. Like yeah, Anerscope I think right I wanna I wanna say Interscope and then he went he's with, with, he a, he with MMG now, isn't he? Yeah, I think he's still with he's MMG. Still with um but yeah, like I just think that he's outrageously emotional. <laughs> which there's, there's nothing wrong with it. There's nothing wrong with that. But I think it the crowd come. that he was that he was uh, appealing to when he first came out with Nike boots and mm-hmm. shit like that, them niggas not Man, yeah. for that. Yeah.
3: So my question to you guys is: What like? How did he fumble his career? Like he had a lady God feature. Like how did he fumble that? Like that could have been What's like. What,
2: like where, where where did he did he go wrong?
3: Because the,
1: the like you said, more about nothing was great. More about nothing and was the TV pro- and was the radio like was,
3: was incredible.
1: Yeah.
3: Is that the album or the a song?
1: The TV and the radio?
3: No, it's like what was the song called? What was the album called? Um, Attention Deficit.
1: Oh right. Yeah, that there was, was first a song album.
3: called TV and the Radio that I really liked. Yeah, yeah Attention Deficit was, was good. That was a mixtape. Yeah. That was a mixtape. Yeah. No, that was an album. That was, was an it? album. Yeah, we got together, Melanie Fiona. The it was a good yeah.
2: But yeah, I think. I so think he didn't come out with nothing after.
1: Um So this is a rundown of Wally he Yeah, a
3: mixtape about nothing, then more about nothing, and then I stopped listening to
1: him. So this is not in order. His first album was Attention Deficit. Okay. Then it was Ambition. And those
2: weren't bad albums.
1: No, like they weren't they weren't bad albums. I think they would I think he just had bad rollouts. Cause you know, it's all about the rollout these days. In the two thousand ten that was like at the very beginning of like social media, Twitter, Instagram, you know, and shit I, like that. I, agree
2: with that. I say he never like, like I said he had his following that he had Yeah like right when he was getting big, but he never made that jump to the next level of next following. Level. Like, he just stayed with those same followers. So you said like, people, people like that Doe that
1: knew him before. He just like, stayed in the backpack rapper realm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. He just, he just never, made that, that. He never he made that never jump out of it. He never made that jump. Never got to superstar. i like Meek. Yeah. Never got to yeah. superstar. I'm like, um, like, like Rose. Like,
2: but I don't feel like he couldn't have. I feel like he could have. I just don't know what he did. The and, bars have been there. What he
1: didn't do to do it. He just like the bars have been there. I think it, it has a lot to do with. His beat selection, because a lot of his beats are very boring. Like Ronnie, Like I was a huge Wiley fan, huge Wiley fan. Virginia State alum. I don't know if he graduated. I don't, I don't, think, I don't he graduated, think he graduated, but like I know he went to Virginia State. So shout out to him. But I think when it comes down to music, I think his beat selection was very trash. I think very so. my, trash.
2: My, best, my favorite beats from him was when he tried to incorporate go go into his. his
1: that, that, like I, I think that was his best work that's the that best word he should have stuck with that but uh but
2: yeah well that's that when that came out we didn't even talk about the one He just came out <laughs> um what's the, what's the name of it that's because 'cause I've
1: watched it. Wow, that's crazy. Wow, no, nah, like that's the name of the album. <laughs> wow, that's crazy. there we go. Yeah, <laughs> wow, that's
2: crazy. Wait, it's, really? Yeah. Wow, well, that's crazy is the name of the album. <laughs> is that
3: that's what not, he anticipates people will say when they find that's, that, that that's Wally that's has out that the
2: album? Wow, it, wow, that's crazy. I've listened to it all the way through one time so far. Yeah. Um, what do you think? Was it good? It's not his best, but he does have a few tracks on it's really good. The the that's first amazing. track is really good. Yeah. Um Sue me. That's really
1: good. That's why he's been posting.
2: And then about. he has a track called Rotation with Meek Mill and Rick Ross. And that's that's really good. Mm-hmm. I'm going to have to listen to it. But Does Wally
3: have any growth in his music?
2: He's, to me, he sounds the that's, same. That's the thing. It's like He hasn't. I feel like, he doesn't jump. He's just yeah, the same Wally
3: like he's always been. There are a been. few artists in the game right now who
1: show that growth within themselves and their right. Like you can
3: see like you can hear a difference between like early and then current.
1: Yeah. But I think there's a lot of layers to Wale because Wale he was actually like he was also on Red Table Talk with really? J- Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. He had a full episode on Right Table Talk. I don't about what? And I, I don't know. I never watched it. That's why I said Wale has layers yeah, to him. Yeah, he was definitely and I And I think you appreciate Wale more when you know those layers to him.
2: But that's the thing. Anybody trying to... I'm not trying to be this nigga's friend. I'm not, <laughs> not listen to your music, man. If I'm not getting that layers from your music... I'm not trying to have to watch interviews at the interview to understand you as an artist. Like your yeah. music should make me understand you as an
1: artist. That is very true. That is very true, and I think that's probably one of the reasons why like where he is right now. I'm not saying that he's not successful, but he's also not the. He's that,
3: not where I think we all thought he's he not, was. Not, okay, exactly, yeah, he's not the
1: perennial superstar in which we thought he would be in 2008, yeah. 2009,
3: 2010. Almost like Trey songs. Which one of y'all? Songs was still making songs as if it were two thousand and eight.
1: He, he, so. he had his time though. He had his time oh, when he was 50, he was
3: killing it back 50, in two thousand eight. 50,
1: Fifty said fuck Trey Songs. He had two two solid episodes on power. It was uh, Fifty was like Nah, nigga, I need to watch out for my bag. Well, that's right. The thing. Nobody, right, nobody was
3: not going to watch Power because of the intro. Oh, they don't watch it, but nobody asked
1: for that. Like it was you just know, like, nobody what? asked right. for it. Nobody.
2: Well, who it. changes the theme song? The From last Joe. season, like after, with five years, years, yes. with after five Trey years. Coach. the voice? After five years, though, we just want to change on the last season. Like
3: nobody wants to do that to Trey songs. Like you change it, you change it to like. <laughs> Yeah, my thing is they had, a, rare. If
2: they had had started <laughs> that. If they had a started it with Trey Songz.
3: They probably Everybody been would love Trey if they'd Songz. They have never
2: heard him. Joe.
1: Trey Songz probably been fine. Because i do not it was bad. It yeah. just wasn't Joe. That's what I were think. Used to. I think, like you said, I think it could have been anybody except for Trey Songz. Because people know Trey Songz. People know and his. That voice his is very voice. distinct. They know his voice.
3: Like, yeah.
1: No, that's his, that's his signature. That's his
3: thing. You gotta
1: that's, stop. That's his thing. I mean, shit. If it, keeps, if, it, if it pays... If it pays bills, yeah. do what you love. Don't stop. Right. What you do? Shit. Pretty Ricky's still out here humping stages at 30 years old. They got to do what they got to do. They got to make ends meet somehow. But that is
2: the Wally album. We also... who else we had? Uh, oh, Gucci. Finally, that album coming out. Yeah, big album coming out. Woptober 2. I ain't listening to that shit. I'm listening to it. I, I just can't I just Gucci has earned that for me to listen to I love Gucci. Everything comes Gucci, out at least once.
1: Gucci's my nigga, always gonna be. But as far as I'm I'm not really into I'm not really inclined to listen to any new Gucci music. I'm, I'm not, bro. And I,
2: I don't believe that. I'm not I don't
1: I'm, think I don't believe that. I'm
2: not, bro. You mean to tell me you're gonna sit up here you listen to Little Baby and Yes Gunner and yes. all these other niggas, but you
1: won't listen to Gucci. Yes.
3: Who's earned respect? He's earned it though. He's earned this he respect. Has, but what is I'm it not about him it? that you won't listen to, but you'll listen to Lil Baby?
1: I'm not interested in any new Gucci. Why not? What I like You trying to tell me that I like confused, Young Thug or somebody. Like, I like drug infused, drug dealing Gucci. I don't like the new straight path, straight and narrow path Gucci.
2: But Gucci ain't talking about Nothing
1: straight and narrow. I, I just don't. It's, I'm, I don't feel like it's a it's a personal it's, it's a personal thing with I me. I think you and Gucci got some issues. I need to work out. Right. So. It's a it's a personal Something thing with me. Right I just I've just since he got out of jail, right this last time he's mm-hmm. been he's been out here for about a year killing shit features like he kills it on features. I'm not gonna go out of my way to listen to a Gucci Mane album right now. It just doesn't do it for me. It doesn't give me that grit that the old Gucci that the old Gucci gave to me. But it's still more grit than a young thug or a little baby. I don't, don't, I don't think that so nigga
2: much. young thug. What do you say? Something all about all my niggas like Starburst or some shit. You know what I'm talking about. I don't. You do know what I'm talking about with some gay ass fucking line. And you trying to tell me that you listen to that, but you, but Gucci not greedy enough for you no more. Bruh, like. I'm
1: just saying, it's think, my
2: opinion. Thank you, we <laughs> came from. Thank you, where you, came from. You need to go back to that, Chris. And y'all need to have a conversation with each other.
1: I'm just saying, man. Like Gucci, like granted, he like he's a goat. He's a he's a down south goat. Just doesn't do it for me right now. Like, I might get to a point where like I can listen to Gucci and like appreciate it, but at this point in time in my life, I'm not really into listening to any new Gucci man You gonna backpedal? It always you happens. You're back. backpedal. It always happens. Like, I'm not saying that it he never come out with, any, with, with like, any fire songs or anything you're gonna like, that. like You're, you're going
2: to listen. You're going to listen. I think you're going to listen. You're going to listen. I'm going to push until you listen. Because <laughs> y'all know how Chris do speaking in the backpedaling.
3: Oh, yeah. Uh, He my was talking Breezy. about Chris Brown. My nigga
2: Breezy. Oh, now that's this nigga. He's had episodes where he hate this nigga now. My it's my this nigga. nigga again. Hey, bro,
3: Me I don't blame you.
1: Exactly, right? Breezy, Breezy and I... We have a bit of a love hate relationship.
3: Why can't you put on a regular album with a regular amount of songs?
1: That's what I'm
2: saying. I don't have time to listen Who to Who has songs. the time? That is f- and then on top of that, you first of all you come out with a thousand songs. Then you add <laughs> songs to it. Hey, yeah. leave us alone. I that was finished the first one. We're still working through the first batch. I okay. Finished the can you just one. like wait?
3: Just I'm give the, us a breather. Like, and it all sound the same.
1: I gotta disagree with you on that one.
3: If that's the case, I mean he's doing an Afrobeats thing. I can appreciate that. I like some of the new music. Chris love Afrobeat. I love. I mean, I could not tell the difference between 2006 "Run It" Chris Brown or five "Run It" Chris Brown and 2019. Yeah, I don't
2: really think he's had much growth in his music either. Really?
3: Wale Trey songs and um, Chris Brown. Chris Brown can like go. Wow. Pop lock together in a corner. Wow. I
1: just Wale doesn't even pop lock
3: he can learn Chris wow. can teach them, i now sure. I don't feel
1: like there's not
2: It's Chris has songs where you where you can hear where, where I don't even think it's like growth you just hear like oh he can really sing yeah but his music is it's the same it's, it's the same
3: he's talented
1: but he's, oh, he, he's was
3: talented. Talented yeah. he was talented in 05 he still the same talented he's been talented I don't see any growth in his music I don't
1: I see any growth. So I, 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 I
3: don't hear any growth in like his vocal abilities. I, I mean, take me down, take you down was a, a strong song lyrically for him, and he could have put that out in 2019.
2: But he also put that out when he was like 18.
3: But and, and that's so the at point. the age
2: of what 20 something now, he still sounds same. the same. Sounds great. the same. The songs are good songs. Some song, well, I mean, so, obviously he has good songs still, but they don't sound. I I'll,
1: I'll, I'll, I will sound like the Chris Brown stand. Today okay. and say okay. and, and say that the so for for those of y'all who don't know he released another ten songs onto the other sixty was it Indigo <laughs> onto the other sixty song album called Indigo that Indigo. he had out and the ten songs are actually really good what is the actual song count is it sixty
2: um, I'm, I'm look it up. Well, you keep, too I'm much too much I
1: mean it's a lot of fucking songs
2: I'm gonna look at. up go ahead you keep talking about your 10 songs
1: dude. it's a lot of songs but like the songs are really good like yeah, like he has some Afro in there which is really good um Everybody, love, everybody should love Afro Beast, cause really Afrobeast because everybody's
3: Afrobeat. It it, it gets me where I need to be every time. Every
1: time, no. the extended one is the one with the extra track, right? Yeah. So and
3: it's forty-two extended. songs
1: on the extended one.
3: Who, who listens to That's forty-two That's selfish.
1: songs? Now I will say I will, I will say that in order for me to listen to all of the songs from the previous album, it probably took me about. A couple weeks to right. actually appreciate, listen, and appreciate each song on yeah. the album. Yeah. So with these past 10 songs, I stayed in the house all weekend and cleaning up, cooking, or whatever. I listened to it, and like they were actually really good. So I feel as though if you have the time, if you have the time, if you have the wherewithal, if you have the time, and you finish the other, and you finish the other the other batch, thirty seven <laughs> songs, yeah, to- you go back. You go back and listen to these new songs. I think you'll feel a different vibe.
3: I did appreciate um, them. I did appreciate the songs. Yeah, I think but I was. also I didn't listen to the rest of the fifty-five songs, so I can appreciate <laughs> the ten.
1: As y'all noticed, the the, the, number, the song count keeps changing. It's
3: it's just too
2: much music, man. Nobody needs that much.
3: There are okay. other artists. We if need anything, to
2: why don't he just fucking release half of that? Save the other half. and Release that a year later for your next album or something but like that yeah, yeah. because like, they're going to they sound there. the same right. it's not right. like your, your right. next album you going to be like, different they're all going to sound the same 10 years from now, they're they're the years it's now. New, whatever yeah. it's going to sound the same so you can just cut that in half and now you got another album and even to make these more 10 money.
3: songs 8 of them were all about having sex with a woman I mean you're not lying
1: so, so it's not, not, not only has him he has no vocals right vocal growth they
3: right they are stuck with the same stuff
1: him and Trey Songs write right from like the same mindset I'm gonna eat this girl's pussy. I'm gonna have sex with a real good, <laughs> <laughs> and I might call it the next morning. <laughs>
2: yeah, so that's,
3: right, I just right. like,
2: <laughs> I need more than that. I need to, I need to see Chris grow up and,
3: and right. You know, talk about some real. You know, Jay Z, granted, i understand they're two different artists, but like we see the progression. Yes, he raps about real adult. Yes, yeah. Adult now even even between
1: Reason Without and Four Four Four, it's a completely yeah. yeah even just just
2: rapping about. From selling drugs and stuff to rapping about like Buying the owning burger. stuff. Yeah, right. the owning oh, stuff. Or even the issues that, obviously, then it was I got 99 problems with a bitch, ain't one. And now you're talking about, I'm about to lose my wife. Like right. you about saying right. like that.
1: Like, like I, she is about
2: to be gone. <laughs> She's about to
1: leave me. <laughs> I am married to Beyonce. Yeah. I fucked and up. Now and now he's I like,
3: that's after his dad Please. Said, yeah, like, even wait, did. how have is my issues with <laughs> my father Please it? stay. Like, what cycle am I repeating? Like, it's it's, it's a that, that is the type era. of growth I want to see. From my I want Brown to realize that he may be the problem.
2: And the crazy part is, you would think that an R&B artist, it would be easier for them to show it because they a to emotional yeah, you yeah, have yeah. a drug dealing rapper that is showing this kind of emotion. Talking about
3: his three kids. Yeah.
1: My nigga lost 100 bricks. Jay Z lost 100 bricks. And he,
3: and he, hey, hey, about hey, his, his he went from that twin. to how his
1: daughter's He to look up to him. And came back from not being able to buy a million dollar building and call himself Dumbo. That's crazy. And meanwhile, Chris bro. Brown is still.
2: About, taking ground down. Take down you know?
3: Taking drugs down. It's ridiculous. Need, need we, need, we, need need, we need some girls. We need some
2: growth. We need some growth. Sixty more songs about that. I can just go back and listen to his old stuff for all of that. That's
3: Speaking special. of growth, can I? So I have some questions for you guys. Please, please, because I, of course, I listen to the to the Hardway podcast, and we
2: appreciate that. I think
3: you. y'all are great.
1: Thank you.
3: I love that y'all show a millennial black men's point of view black that I hell. think we don't get from a lot of black men. Y'all yeah. talk about like, I mean, y'all dads out here. Yeah, we are. Got whole entire children. you dads out here. And like, you know, so I just kind of I mean, speaking of girls, I think it's really beautiful that y'all talk about you know.
2: Man, you talking about girls if we had started this like 10 years ago and they got, ooh, man, man. We would have been canceled. I'm trying to talk about <laughs> <laughs> We would have been canceled.
3: So, I mean, so last episode, I think it was last episode, um, I know you have a fresh baby.
2: Yes, yes I do.
3: And so, you know, thinking about like relationships with a fresh baby, um, how do you, how does that work with like, having a new kid and also having a new relationship and trying to make the two of them work because I've dated someone with a fresh baby and it's hard because there's a lot of intimate moments. I know we just like took a real like left you know, turn. I'm, I'm like, deep, off, but like I mean I we're talking these, about I mean we're talking about them. growth I feel like this is the perfect I time to you. like segue yeah, yeah, exactly yeah, yeah, into like, like this. I can you love know love. so love. I so there are a lot of intimate moments I hope I'm not crossing a line no. but there are a lot of intimate Dude. moments When you have a new baby, like, with the mom and, like, nursing and things like that, you, you you know, seeing her give birth, that's also, like, some incredible thing that, like, you know, will you forever revere and respect her for that. of course. Definitely. Um, And so, like, but then all the intimate moments of, like, nursing and things like that and seeing her really be a nurturer and really come into her own as a mother. Like, how does that... How do you draw the line? Like, that respect her without it being... Romanticized. Right, romanticized. And also you know, your significant other has to also go through those kind of things with you.
2: Okay. So, all right, with this question, I can only speak about this in my experience. Right. It's going to be kind of hard to, I guess, right. Explain outside of what I haven't gone through. She's
3: not here, but she should be here. But
2: but... in in my experience, (laughs) uh, in my experience, um, my girlfriend now has a child Mm -hmm. and I feel like that's a big, big thing. Mm -hmm. Um, I feel like if you have, if you have a child with someone as a man, if you have a child with somebody else, and you have a a girlfriend, say so another relationship, and that woman doesn't have a child, there are gonna be things that she doesn't understand. Mm-hmm. Um, since mine does have a child, she does understand, mm-hmm. you know, that part of it, and there isn't any kind of like jealousy from her end or uh, just confusion of, the, of not understanding things that uh make issues. Mm-hmm. You know, she right. understands it all. She's been there. She's been there before. I've been there. You know, so she. Isn't insecure about anything as far as that. She isn't worried about it. she understands how that part goes. And then on me and the mother of my daughter, mm-hmm. like you said, I'll forever respect her as the mother of my daughter and for the stuff she went through, the nine months of carrying her and the birthing process and all that, I forever will respect her for that. Um But that has to be with, with any relationship or you know, when it's over. Mm-hmm. If you're you know, if you're really over and that is it's done, like you're not in that relationship anymore. Then I feel you should be fine. It won't mm-hmm. be, it should, it won't be any kinda of romanticizing because right. you know, that's not where y'all are. You're anymore. able to
3: separate yeah, like what is her just being a mom, mom yeah, versus right, yeah, like right. this thing that we're experiencing together. Right.
2: So with me I think um, you know that's where I'm at as far as she's the mother of my daughter. I fully respect her for that and as far as that's concerned I'm, I'm never with mm-hmm. you know, anything like that but it's the romance part about it is it isn't there anymore. Right. And that's now moved on to somebody else mm-hmm. who I'm lucky enough to have somebody that has already been through this and understands things mm-hmm. So, I don't have to deal with uh, right. with any of that. Just trying to explain to her things and right. figuring out right. myself
3: for her. Like she I just, mean, because that's a, that's a tricky situation to be in. It is. It as is. a girlfriend. like Kids are not. You know, I right. feel like, you know, you... There's a lot of intimate things that y'all will experience together, being new parents. There's Absolutely. a lot of, like, figuring things out together, and she may not be a part of it. Like, for me, and maybe this was, you know, just, I don't know if it was a sign of immaturity or just, like, what I couldn't deal with, but, like, it's kind of, it can be a struggle to mm-hmm. to not know exactly, like, what's going through your head when you're watching her nurse your child. Right. And, like, you know...
2: And I feel like with that person that you're with, if... That person has to understand that you don't have right you don't have kids mm-hmm. and you don't understand this and you've never been through this and this is all new to you. Mm-hmm. So they need to make sure that they're open with you mm-hmm. and y'all whether it needs to be constantly stuff that y'all are talking mm-hmm. about just to so what give do you do that you do? reassurance. What are, like
3: is there anything that you would would do or you do to reassure her or to, like keep lines of communication open? Yeah,
2: that's that's it. Just I just continuously there's no secrets. I don't hide anything from her. Um you know, if there's advice that I need, I feel like I need her, anything like that, I constantly go to her, and just, you know, just letting her know, mm-hmm. like, this is where I'm at, this is where my mindset is at, what I'm thinking, this is, just keep it like that, mm-hmm. I just feel like, as long as you're reassuring that other person, it shouldn't be no problem, right. it shouldn't be no issues, it, 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 it really
1: eases that, that iffy feeling mm-hmm. that they right. may have.
3: Yeah,
1: yeah. So like, a little bit, from my experience, um, with my first child, with, uh, with our son, um, we were, we worked together while she was, um, while she was pregnant with our first child. Um, but when she went into labor, I hauled ash from Richmond to Hampton and like, we were literally basically, we were basically locked in a room for about a week. And that was basically guys saying like, figure this shit out. Okay. <laughs> And you're not leaving until you do figure it out, right? So um, I was seeing her go through all of these, go through the labor pains, try to get through it without any sort of drugs, any sort of epidural, and then being there to, you know, hold her while she gets the epidural shot and being there when my son's actually born, feeding her ice chips and things like that. Like those sort of intimate moments gave us, um, gave us a little bit of hope that you know maybe we should actually try it again, mm-hmm.
3: and that's what I'm talking about.
1: Exactly, right? Exactly. So it's a
3: slippery slope. Yeah,
1: yeah exactly. So it, it's definitely it's definitely a slippery slope. So right now you have a tale of two different types of stories, right? So you have a tale of what he has a girlfriend, full communication, not anywhere near um, romantically yeah let yeah. see
2: yeah my situation that yeah. that
1: option wasn't there anymore. yeah it wasn't an option in
2: chris's situation it right. was, the the option was, was yeah. it was yeah. the option
1: yeah. was open so when that option is open I'm seeing somebody whom somebody whom i once uh whom I once loved carry my child birth my child and like with withstand all of that pain all the pressure of actually being birth and then to see like like Stands on top, strong as fuck. You know, when the baby gets here, it's like, you know what? Maybe we should try this again. Exactly, exactly. So, like, it's a as a woman, as a woman being involved with a man, um, with a with a fresh baby on the way. There is some calls to pause in that in, the, in that situation because you never know what those emotions are going to be like because there's no emotion like the birth of like like right. the birth of right. your first child. There's literally nothing else like it. I cried. I cried when Sebastian was born. I cried like a fucking bitch when Sebastian was born. <laughs> I know that feeling? <laughs> like I, you cried? Yes. <laughs> I
2: cried like a little bitch. I cried from the time chewing. she said my water broke.
0: I was crying
3: Aww. all the way back to Richmond
1: tearing up and shit. But.
3: Wow. That's beautiful. Yeah, like, so that is so beautiful.
1: So like that that emotion is is like it's like none other. Like there's nothing to um there's nothing to compare that against. So it's all about like if if you're not with the mother of your child and you're still pregnant with the child but you're with another woman, it's all about how you communicate that relationship with the mother of your child mm-hmm. with your current relationship right now mm-hmm. because they always say niggas go back right niggas niggas always go back to the baby mama
2: and i believe it like i said if, if that option is available yeah
1: i completely understand why
2: that why that's the thing
1: what has... if that mm-hmm. door if that door is shut, shut. and closed mm-hmm. and the man knows that it's shut and closed and like, i don't think and, and he communicates that it's shut and closed with with that particular woman then i don't think It should um, should be a problem, I think. As the um, as the woman who is about to be the girlfriend or fiance of the man who just had a child on the way, um, who just had a child born, I think this you just have to trust him. Fiance, did
2: you just engage
1: me? Niggas be
3: lying out here when
1: well, they don't have to lie. Huh. Niggas do be lying. I can't even say Somebody Niggas
3: don't
2: be lying. nobody hurt.
3: hurt. <laughs> <laughs> niggas do Anybody hurt, I'm just saying what I know.
2: Niggas do be lying. Yeah, niggas
3: can't much. Lying. They can lie. That's
2: That was a good question, though. I like that. That was a good Thank question. Thank you.
3: I have, question. Up. I have a follow-up question. Well, we'll follow-up rolling up. them
2: out. Keep rolling so, them
3: out. So, you are in a relationship.
2: Yes, yes, you I am. You are single.
3: I am in a relationship. You guys are both fathers. So what is something that you look for in a mate? Like, you obviously oh, okay. have found that in oh, your fiancé. I said so <laughs> Oh, wait. I dropped it. I'm about the pastor. First of all, it's my girlfriend. Yeah. girlfriend. Okay, I'm kidding. Yeah, okay. my girlfriend. Okay, so oh, you God. obviously found that in your girlfriend. Catch because your your girlfriend. Don't tell me Like, that's just the girl went right on my head. <laughs> yeah, no, you obviously yeah, found that in your girlfriend. Um, and as you look for a mate, like, what are some things that, you are looking for as a, as a dad?
2: For me, um, cause I feel like, we, well, I think it'll be easier this way. I needed somebody who, uh, who had at least one child. Because like I said, it's a whole other level of understanding.
0: Mm-hmm. It that's already a lot, of it a lot of problems. Yeah. Like, yeah. like
2: if you come in with somebody that, not saying that you can't find somebody that doesn't have kids mm-hmm. and, you know, and it work fine, but it'll definitely be easier if somebody already has kids and already has gone through the whole, you know, co-parenting deal and understands that type of stuff. And, you know, those, not necessarily insecurities, but those feelings of, you know, I'm not getting my time or, you know, they Mm -hmm. just kind of understand already. Like, they know that made it easy. And I, and I, I don't, I don't like stress. I try to Mm -hmm. like eliminate stress before it even gets here. Right. Right. Yeah. 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 So, that was one thing I was like, you know what, I think that's, if I would be looking, that's where you know I would want to go. Right? Mm-hmm. It just so happened that uh, my relationship now is what came to me. I was not looking for it, but it definitely came to me at the right time. Um, I feel you. And I got what—that's what I needed. I feel mm-hmm. like that's what I needed, and that's what I got. And like I said, it's just to me that's what I needed. Somebody just already had to understand that
3: thing. <laughs> so you wouldn't it. even entertain someone who didn't have a kid?
2: I may have. But they would have really had to show me something right. for me to like mm-hmm. take it serious. Right? They really had to show me something.
1: I think um, I was more so. I'm more so of the mindset of um, shit, man. <laughs> I just lost my train of thought. I didn't even say that this time. Oh, yeah. So you're know, you know, down. Was, yeah,
3: he's he's saying, that's why be I'm been down. Him. That's
1: why I'm saying thing. Um, that's why I'm enjoying a podcast. Your unofficial,
3: co- your unofficial co-host. He drinks whatever. the Whatever.
1: But I think my main thing would be acceptance um, for somebody to accept me for who I am, whether flaws or whatever. Um, and for somebody like, because I always lead. That, like, like, look. I Have two very beautiful children, have a boy and a girl. And if that's something that you're not really down with, then like let me know right now. So we're not wasting no time. But it's not an issue. Like if yeah, down is
2: just not down. Just yeah, like, uh, yeah. Nothing issue. Exactly. Just
1: let me know. Exactly, exactly. Because if you're not like if if that's something that's a deal breaker for you, let me know right, right. now so I can go know, on we about my, make, my business. Because yeah, yeah. that's single an parents. Yeah, whole time. <laughs> You know what I'm saying? It's right. not going to change. We're not going to wake up tomorrow morning and and wake, no without kid. without no kids, right? So it's like up front being, upfront, being I've never appreciated being honest more so than what I have now because I used to be trash I used to be a, I used to be a really trash nigga I,
0: yeah.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I used to be a really trash nigga but like I'm not even were gonna were you toxic I'm not even gonna hold you I'm ne- I was a, never toxic were you
3: toxic why I was
1: just used to be trash Ooh to listen to a lot of future.
3: (laughs) Oh, you were toxic.
1: Hello. You were
2: toxic. I've had toxic moments. I ain't gonna say that. Yeah, we've we've had toxic and trash moments. Overall, I was not toxic, but I definitely had toxic moments. Yeah, we've had toxic and
1: trash moments. Music is a big influence on people's lives. Yeah. (laughs) So I think um, my biggest my biggest change was to be accepting, to be understanding. um, And to just like if you like me, accept me. Um, accept me for who I am and everything that comes with me.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Accept me for who I am as like the goofy, sometimes woke, sometimes ignorant ass nigga <laughs> who happens to have to
2: definitely has range. I will say exactly definitely has right
1: range to his personality. I can be cultured. Mm-hmm. I can be ignorant. I can I can be, I can be anything you want me to be. But you have to accept that in the midst of accepting me and me having to beautiful, gorgeous children right. in the midst of it. Um, you have to... My whole thing is is that if you, if you accept me and I see that you accept me, then you're going to get everything that I have. If I see that you are completely and utterly committed to accepting me as a person and everything that, that comes with me as a man that I am at this point in time right now, then you can get everything that you, you can get everything that you you want. You know what I'm saying?
3: Is that an ad for the ladies? <laughs> that's, that's what that <laughs> well, sounds like. Plug. Right, <laughs> that's a plug.
1: Y'all gotta stop with You accept me
2: with this that. girl? I'm gonna give you the world. Right, no lady. I ain't got the world. Your voice that dropped a little bit. And everything you did. Yeah. It, it did, it did
3: drop. I was out commercial. I was trying, ladies, to. ladies. Add to the Hardway Pod. What's your what's your what's your main Twitter? I mean your Instagram. To the hip-hop no, your man's your man. Your man. Hip-hop, hip-hop, head. Hip-hop, hip-hop head. Hip-hop
2: head. Y'all know how to find him. Y'all don't
3: know how to he find him. He dropped that
2: voice yeah. real low. He crippled right now, but once he get back...
1: You done?
3: Is you finished or you done?
1: I mean, I'm... <laughs> you, asked me, you asked me for an answer. No, that was, was a, that was that a was that was No, that was, was a one. point no, answer. No, that
3: well, was know, a one. answer. No. But I know,
2: I know, once somebody asks you a question, you give your answer, and then the cup start talking, so... I, I ain't gonna take, take a have, drink. Have the crisp options... Stuff. Yeah, because it's gone, nigga. What would you mean? Wow. <laughs> Will you nothing finish left. your drink? The shit's been gone. Wow. Nice I have some right left. Why'd well, have some left? Because he filled ours up. Well, he drank his too, I guess. I was he drinking top, it straight. He
3: topped ours up. I was drinking it straight. Oof.
2: Grown okay, man. Okay, you
3: know what?
1: I
2: got a question for her. This is off the head, too. So just came up yeah. here. So, let me see. So, with any career, field, uh, field choice, whatever, uh, you have that. But being an entrepreneur and doing your own thing as well as trying to balance relationships in there
0: mm-hmm.
2: how was that for you how was what is that like yeah what is that like just trying to is it easier because you kind of can work your schedule and do your own thing and kind of do that or
3: um it's not easier okay uh, in terms of, you mean, like, in terms of finding someone, making time for someone? Like, what is, like, in what context? Okay. Uh, I think it's, it can be a little bit harder to find someone. I think, um, people have a lot of misconceptions of, like, what this whole life is. I get so many, like, oh, you're a boss. My brothers have told me, like, you're intimidating. Mm-hmm. Um, but I don't try to be like I just I mean because I because I know the struggles and so I don't think that um it's anything that people should be intimidated by and so I think that like a friend asked me like why do you why would you say that you are single and I would say externally it's because you know I've I've gotten the feedback from people that you can be intimidating you got your own business you like look like you know you don't need nobody right. like that can be intimidating um internally like I don't have because I do have my own business and because like all my time is like allocated to stuff I don't have time for just like the little bullshit of like oh so what's your favorite color yeah, okay. you know all that stuff okay. so my attendance span is really really quick if okay. I feel like it's not going anywhere like I don't even give it a chance to you know like so i think that is that's the big a big thing with relationships and why it has been hard to find somebody um but um on the other side like thinking about who to be coupled up with like i value stability i value freedom but i also value stability in my partner okay um because i'm entrepreneur i don't have as much you know like i don't have like the set salary you know what i make every month changes right Mm -hmm. um and i don't you know if Whatever benefits I get is because that's benefits that I'm paying for. Yeah. Like I don't it's not guaranteed. So I really value stability and like someone who has a nine to five. And a lot of people that think that sense. like oh that you're entrepreneur, sense. you probably want another entrepreneur power couple blah blah blah. I'm like, no, no. Man, you got benefits.
1: The benefits are real when you
3: hit 30. Are right? The benefits <laughs> like, are real when you hit thirty. Like right? I have a girlfriend who is like I cannot she's engaged, you like I cannot waste getting married so I can get on some insurance. She wants to like take the leap and like be an entrepreneur mm-hmm. but the best thing is real and so I think a lot of people think that entrepreneurs want another entrepreneur but like we actually want someone who has a stable income right.
2: that makes that actually makes sense that makes sense Yeah, right. that definitely yeah. does make sense yeah. Yeah. one yeah. of us got no. we bring in every month right. <laughs> like, no, that that's that
3: number um, I don't know if that answers your question but no it does definitely it does. Does. Yeah, I definitely okay. think
2: that makes sense uh, what you got I man you got a, you got another fire question for us or what
1: whew I don't know. We're like I, th- I think, I think we have really like d- dived or doved.
3: I think both work.
1: Yeah, we'll do that. It's do- <laughs> is- no, let me not say that. Dived in.
3: works yeah. Who about
2: to I knew that was coming. I knew
3: that was coming. You got a little pipes on you now. I need a little vibrato. Coming. Is that what it's called? He
2: get it from his dad, right? Don't Don't do kick your ass. No he she said you keep, keep his name out his mouth. He didn't tell me, he told you. He Don't your <laughs> he told you. I'm saying he, I'm saying Mr. Jordan. I didn't say I didn't I didn't say that bad. I'm saying he didn't sing. But he did tell you to keep his name out of his mouth. He didn't tell me that.
3: So what is something I have a question. Okay. So what is like if you all had a mantra okay. that you live by, that you that guides you in everything you do every day?
2: Okay, hold, give me, let me see. I'm trying to. I don't a want to mantra have a bunch of That, that we
1: live every day by.
3: So, like, you know, my whole thing is my mantra is.
1: For the, poor, for the boss, all that. can she
3: get her Basically, style? but. And a, no. I told you. You know, but that's. To, to reel it in a little bit. Um. There's a James Baldwin quote.
2: The James Baldwin. James Baldwin. James Baldwin. James Baldwin. I they said Baldwin. Bond at first. Like, what?
3: Yeah, James Baldwin, who's a really prolific man okay, gotcha, gotcha. in my life. Um, James Baldwin said, you have to go the way your blood beats. If you don't live the only life you have, you won't live some other life. You won't live any life at all. So that's what I... Run right it back.
2: Yeah,
1: so that do Let me hit like, that one <laughs> that's, that's a couple bars right there.
3: You have to go the way your blood beats. Mm-hmm. If you don't live the only life you have, mm-hmm. you won't live some other life. You won't live any life at all. So, I always try to l- guide my life by that mantra. Mm-hmm. Like, whatever feels natural, like, the way your beliefs, whatever feels right, whatever feels, like, instinctive, you do that. Because mm-hmm. that's, that's all part of, like, what your life is going to become. This is the life you have to live. Um, when you try to, like, live your life by someone else's standards, society standards, whatever, you end up living some other life. Like you're not I'm living your that. own. Yeah. So, I mean it seemed like we we're about to end this podcast for the day. So uh, I think this, this a, a, that that is a over the great. point.
2: Ending
1: point. All right, I'm gonna let you go first, Chris. What do you got? So far, we gotta go first for. Yeah, bro, we
3: good. I
2: am
1: looking at the- Um, so my mantra. Your mantra. Man. My that's mantra. a that's a really good question. Christopher. Because I've never thought of it. Um for my everyday life. want to be a little bit insightful, but I don't think I can be that. I mean, you have to be deep. You can be real ratchet. Yeah, like, I'm not... not, not. (laughs) It's not even the fact of being ratchet. It's just the fact of being 100% real. Um, I say fuck it a lot. (laughs) And when I mean by fuck it, it doesn't mean just like Fuck everything. It just means like, alright, this is something that's gone wrong in my day. Rather than let it just fuck up my day, fuck it. Like, I'm just going to put it to the back burner. Like, I'll deal with it on another like on another occasion. Like, I'll get back to it. I'm not going to let one speed bump fuck up my day. I'm not going to let one speed bump fuck up what I'm trying to do with this podcast. Or what I'm trying to do as far as parenting. As far as co-parenting. I'm not going to let... Um, I'm not gonna let one bad, basically not letting one bad yeah, like let one bad apple spoil the bunch. Fuck it. Write that down. Let
2: one bad apple spoil the bunch is also a mantra at the same
1: time. You got two, right? At yeah. Same time. Same time. I mean, you know? I'm just me. I, I I don't do this. I, I just, I just this, I'm just me. It's just natural. Be this this is is natural, baby.
2: If I had to say one, mine would be keep it real. That would be mine. <laughs> what do you mean my true. The definition
1: of true, true and real. That's what it is. It's true and real. Really? You know what? Why? I pro- Is that I, sw- real? Is that true? I swear to my God above, I have never known that, bro. Yeah, that's what I swear sense. to God, It's
2: true and real put together. I just keep it, keep it true. That makes so much wow. sense. That's, I learned that
0: from uh, Bun B, Pimp C. That's what
2: they. they I never really? At some point, at some point they said, wow. that. "Wow, I have, like, keep I literally have trail. The, I feel I like I swear the, right now. I have trail tri- me. I literally have it
3: tattooed. I want to, I want to keep it true. You got to it true. It's just." True and
2: real. Just being true to who you are. Yeah. And staying real with that. Just being who you are, no matter what you you go through, no matter what shit. (laughs) (laughs) Change my shit. True. No matter what happens outside of you, of who you are, any any outside activity, no matter what happens, just staying who you are in any kind of situation, whether it be serious or not that serious, just being who you are in every any and every situation. I just staying true to that.
1: I just fuck people. with that, bro. That's, I like
2: that's that. That's why I'm, at. I'm I never. I like that. Wow. Came with some heat for that.
3: Oh, yeah, you for really the did. Bro. You really did. You came oh, with damn. that
2: fine. I'm not gonna change up no matter Keep what. Whatever, I'm gonna up, no matter
3: what. Whatever. happens, you know, I'm gonna be. I'm about okay. to make that my aim um, screensaver. I mean, in. my uh, away message. Wait, that's the thing. <laughs> I thought she messed up at first I was like did she, hey, she need to say that did she need
1: to say that keeping it keeping it true and real all day it's real it. <laughs> keep, keep it keep it true all, all day, day you know how them Richmond girls do keep all day every day
3: keep it true I'm not Richmond I'm
1: Chesterfield ain't nothing like keep a Richmond trip. girl but uh yeah I think we I think that was a good one that was a good I one I want one. to say thank you yeah most definitely shout out your you. socials thank you. again thank you Janna M.
3: Hall J-A-N-N-A M as in Marie Hall so
2: yes Want to thank you for coming and being a part of this. Thank with you us all
3: for having me. This is, is fun. I've never done this, this before, this so you know, I'm, I'm, I'm really enjoying. It. Y'all are doing something great here. I you want know try, what? You. we to trying to keep it
1: up. We, we, we we're gonna try. We're, we're gonna, gonna try. Definitely try. You, you is, really, you really kind of opened up. You was a little bit shy when you first got here, you know. but glad that you uh you got out of your shell a little bit. Cause I love
3: talk. I can run my mouth. That's one thing
2: I can. And that's do. good. That's what, you come you here to run your mouth. This is what we want to talk
1: about. See, we ain't
0: ready We ain't ready
1: No, we really appreciate you coming. Yep. We're thankful for that. Thank,
3: Thank you for all
1: for having out. me. But yeah, which um, where's your podcast, <laughs> podcast going to be streaming on November first? Tell um, the people where to subscribe. Where to on Apple that stuff. iTunes
3: podcast, whatever that. Yeah, same um, shit. Yeah, yeah, and Spotify.
2: Okay. Yeah. Okay. The two hot spots. You know. Make what? sure y'all y'all comment on hers. Leave her comment. Yeah, what are they, they, sure are they, they searching you? on Apple Podcasts? Forever
3: Fun Employed okay. Podcast. Forever Fun Employed. You'll see me in some hot pink pants. Strolling down the street. Men are looking down <laughs> down looking fun unemployed.
1: <laughs> <laughs> looking unemployed like a motherfucker. Fun, <laughs> <employed>. fun <laughs> With <laughs> a job.
3: Unemployed. And a check. Hello. Hello.
1: Hi.
2: And you know, you can always follow us. Uh, I'm let Chris, take it away. Maybe, you know, maybe next week. One of these days, I'm going to remember
1: the shit like, know, off the top of my head. But uh, you can follow us at the number two, the Hardway Pod, on Instagram. Uh, that's the best way to get in contact with us. And if you want to follow us on the Twitter machine, you can follow us at the number two, the Hardway Pod, one on the Twitter machine. So I'm
2: going to be real. I haven't touched out Twitter, so I don't know if Chris is speaking Twitter to y'all on that joint. I I Instagram, is yeah, Instagram, is Instagram, Instagram is the our spot. Yeah, Instagram is definitely the spot. But and, definitely please comment. Let us know how y'all feel about this episode. If y'all got questions for us. This is our or, second uh, interview.
1: So let us know. Yeah. Like, Give us some interviewing tips. If we if we nailed the interview, let us know. Um, if we if do they be didn't say anything. Yeah. I'd like to know both <laughs> ways. If you, did like it, know. if you do like it, let us know. If you do like
2: it, let us know. Um if you have questions for Janet, if you have questions for us, like let us know. We'll relay them to her or Yeah. Uh we'll definitely make sure we put her handles um when we post about this so just so that y'all find her. But if y'all want to let us know, we'll definitely get them to her as well. But uh like we said, always we appreciate um y'all listening. Still uh, once again, whoever's listening in Canada. And what was the other place? We we figured out the Spain one. We figured out Spain. The Spain was one Canada. Was, Canada. Was, uh, was a friend of mine, Dwight Mamba. He was uh, listening while he was in Spain. But it was Canada. It was somewhere else. It was Canada and... It was Canada and... Yeah, it was just
1: Canada and nah, Spain. It was one more place. It was, it was, it was, one, well, it was one more place. place. Whoever y'all are, once
2: again, <laughs> if y'all want to reach out to us, we would love to hear from y'all. Cause we're trying to figure out who this is. Listen to us. Um, but other than that, man, uh, like we always say, hit us up. y'all got any questions, gripes, whatever it is, we'd love to hear it. Make sure y'all like, subscribe, leave comments, all of that good stuff. All that shit. We would appreciate that. And, uh, we'll be back next week. Next week. Same time. That's it. You heard? Bye.